0: Welcome to the One Faithful Mom podcast. I'm Jennifer, and as the mom of two little boys, ages two and under, I rely on older moms for wisdom and encouragement, but there's nobody I rely on more than my own mom. Now you can benefit from her experience and godly wisdom just like me. So here's my mom, mother of 10, and maymay to an ever-growing pastel of grandkids, Dawn Mole.
1: Ladies, we are whoot, whoot, on day five of our five-part series on How to Homeschool. I can see the finish line in front of us. I am fist pumping in the air, so throw your fist up in the air with me. Whoot, whoot. We are coming to the end of this How to Homeschool series. Man, it's been a good one. I've actually really, really felt reinvigorated for my own homeschool year as I've been creating this series for y'all. So that's always a good thing. It's always a good thing when you're making something for somebody else or you're teaching on a topic and it's encouraging you and pumping you up just as much as you hope it does others. So I hope this is as encouraging and motivating for you as it is for me. And I'm going to be totally honest with y'all. When I'm sitting here recording for you, I'm totally using my hands as much as I would if we were talking in person. So man, if there, if there's ever like a bump or a boom in my sound, it's probably because I hit my mic arm or something <laughs> because I find myself in here chatting with y'all like you're really here with me. If you follow me on Instagram, you know that I shared in my stories a picture of my, quote, professional podcast recording studio, also known as My Closet, and I'm sitting here right now just staring at some dresses and some shirts and some bathing suits and books and all sorts of things that are in my closet, but man... I should bring some plants in here because I'm thinking if I had some plants in here, those things would be growing like crazy because of how excited I get when I'm talking to y'all and getting the podcast ready for you. So yeah, imagine me sitting across the table from you or sitting on your couch and we're just chatting it up about homeschool. I have given you four days worth of, of homeschool ideas up to this point. We started on part one of this How to Homeschool series with beginning with the end in mind. And then on day two or part two, we talked about examining strengths and weaknesses. In part three, I told you what kind of information you need to gather, where to gather it from for your first year homeschooling and any successive years homeschooling. Part four was about learning how to identify your priorities. We really got down into the nitty gritty yesterday in part four on how to get your priorities in order, what to prioritize, even in your priorities, because not all priorities are the same or of the same value. So I really told you in part four what priorities you need to aim for and what to think about first. So, today we are on part five, and that is the end in Begin. I've been using the acronym Begin all week to talk about these things. So, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, first of all, I'm Dawn, and it's wonderful to have you here. Before you listen to this episode, I really recommend you go back to part one, which is episode five of the podcast and really start from there and work your way through because these steps all build on each other and you really can't do today's step if you haven't gone through the first four. So I recommend you go back to part one of that and listen to that. Download your cheat sheet if you haven't done so. A lot of you have already downloaded your cheat sheet and that makes me so happy because I know you're taking this seriously. I can just see you sitting there and listening to these episodes and writing down for each child all the things we've talked about and Man, that gets me excited. It gets me excited to know that you want to go about this the right way. You're not going to just buy a bunch of books and start trying to homeschool because that is a really great way to burn yourself out, burn your kids out, get overwhelmed and want to quit. And I don't want anybody wanting to quit. You can homeschool. You can be happy homeschooling. Yes, you're going to get stressed. Yes, you're still going to have those days. But homeschooling does not have to be this horribly stressful, awful thing that you're just trying to get through every day. You can do this and it can be one of the most fulfilling things you will ever do. Okay, enough with all that. Let's jump into day five, part five which is the N. And I haven't said on another episode what the N stands for, but you've been seeing it on your cheat sheet all week that the N stands for never let your curriculum master you. If I had had room on that cheat sheet, here's what I would have put. I would have put never let the curriculum or anybody or anything master you. You are only to be mastered by Jesus. He's your master. So let me tell you how this usually happens. Mom starts homeschooling, and she orders all this beautiful curriculum. The box gets delivered by the UPS man. Woo-woo for our UPS men. And she opens the box, pulls out all those books, and it's like something comes over her. Mom You open the box, you see all these books, and something comes over you. And all of a sudden, you're under a spell that this curriculum has cast over you. And now, those books, they're your boss, they're your master. You must do everything they say. And that's not true. That is a lie. And that is pressure that we are not going to put ourselves under. So never, never let any curriculum master you. Never let what anybody else says master you. I have had to deal with this in our own homeschool, early in our homeschooling careers, well, our homeschooling careers, my homeschooling career. Let me me back up and say this. I told you in a previous episode that I'm a very eclectic homeschooler. I do not use textbooks as a general rule for children until they reach high school, except for math. I am a very relaxed homeschooler. We don't unschool, but I'm very relaxed. So we are not sitting at our kitchen table for hours every day working through workbooks from the time the child is in kindergarten. But early on in our homeschooling journey, I had people who didn't like the way I homeschooled, who questioned the way I homeschooled. And I tended to respond in this way. These are my children. And I feel like at this point in their life, You know, they were young at that point in elementary school. But I feel like at this point, I have not completely ruined them. They're good kids. They have great imaginations. They are well-rounded. They love to read. They love to draw. They love to play outside. There's lots of things they love and enjoy, and I think they're well-rounded. And so if, as their mother, I have not ruined them at this point, I am not going to bow down to anyone else's ideas of how I should homeschool them. And I didn't. I continued to homeschool the way I felt and knew was right for my children. And what works for one child is not necessarily going to work for the other. Have I had kids who just wanted workbooks in front of them? You bet I have. And I let those kids use workbooks. We still did some things the way I wanted to do them, but if I had a kid who really wanted workbook style, I let him go with that. The point is, you don't let anyone outside your family master you or tell you how you have to do this because nobody else knows your kids or your family style and structure the way you do. You have the freedom to homeschool in the way that suits your family best. Don't let... Any curriculum or any person or anything else master you. Our first year homeschooling, my oldest son was in the third grade, and I told you a little bit earlier in an earlier episode about why we started homeschooling, about his bad experience he had in second grade. And so the first year we started homeschooling, I was really kind of de-schooling him He was a child who was extremely self-motivated to learn and to study and to read. I mean, he would sit on the floor on Saturdays and Sundays surrounded by open encyclopedias because he was looking things up and getting distracted with other things. I didn't have to worry about this child learning. So I was kind of de-schooling him in the sense that I was trying to get him out of the school mindset where we're not going to sit here and work in workbooks all day every day. But I remember I ordered a big box of curriculum my first year, like every mom does. And it came and I promptly sent back everything except two books. I kept the math book out of that box and I kept the history book out of that box. And a few months later, after another morning of him sitting there and struggling through that math book and complaining and hating it, I picked up that math book and I walked over to the trash can and I dropped that math book in the trash can and I will never forget the look on my son's face. He was eight years old and his eyes got so big and he said, mom, can you do that? And I looked at him and I said, absolutely. I can do whatever is best for you. I can do whatever I want to with your school books because this is is our thing now. We get to decide what works. And so we're going to find you some math that works for you. And I did. I found a math that worked great for him. He didn't start loving math all of a sudden, but he started making real progress in it and understanding it and not hating it. So just know this. When you start homeschooling, there are going to be times that you spend money on something, a book, a curriculum, a resource, and it turns out to be wrong for your family or for your child. And so you have a couple of options. You can either sell it, and there's a lot of places where you can sell stuff, sell curriculum, or you can just walk over there and drop it in the trash can. And I challenge you to not hesitate to do either one of those things. Don't let any book or any curriculum master you. You decide how to use it. You don't have to use a test book. You don't have to use a teacher book. You don't have to use textbooks at all. You don't have to use the workbook component of a set. You can just do the read-alouds. You don't have to do tests. You don't have to do the written exercises if a book calls for it. You can use any piece, part, or portion of anything you order and you can ditch the rest. You get to decide instead of being mastered by the curriculum, you master your curriculum. You are the master of your homeschool and God is your master and he will show you exactly what to do for your child. So that's the end. And that is the last tip that I have for you. Save one. There is one more thing that I want to say. The last thing I want to tell you before we close out this series is relax. Just relax, mom. You taught your child to crawl. You taught your child to feed themselves, to get dressed, to go to the bathroom, to eat food without you feeding them, to go to sleep. Your kid probably knows how to work the TV remote better than you do. And if you're anything like me, you call them to help you with electronics in the home. Don't let anybody tell you that you can't teach your child all the way from today until the day they graduate, because you can do this. You can. You can do this. You can homeschool your child. You can give them what they need. You have the capacity. God has given it to you. He will strengthen you. He will help you along the way. Pursue your own spiritual growth. Ask God for wisdom and strength. And then relax. Enjoy this journey. Enjoy being with your children every day. Don't turn your homeschool into this daily struggle that makes you and your kids both hate it. Listen. I hear stories from homeschooling moms all the time about how when they say, it's time to start school, their kids literally just break down and start crying. It does not have to be that way. It should not be that way. Yes, you may have extenuating circumstances. I understand that. I'm talking general rules here. If your children are healthy and you're not dealing with any major struggles, when you say it's time for school, people should not start crying. They might complain. I am not saying I don't have people complaining around here. But as a general rule, my kids don't hate it when it's time to do school because I've spent the time and the effort to find out what works best for them. And because I relax about school and we enjoy it and we have fun together, it doesn't mean we don't do hard work and that I don't make them stretch and grow. I do. I just do it in such a way that it feels good to them. So I just, I have to encourage you to relax. You've got this. You've got it. You can do it, mom. You can totally do this. And there are plenty of people who are more than willing to help you. I am more than willing to help you. So please feel free to reach out to me or to other homeschoolers you know and tell us exactly what you need. Please don't say, how do I homeschool? What curriculum do you use? No, those are the kinds of questions we can't answer. But ask us specific questions. Tell us what's going on with your child and with your family and what it is you need from us and what we can do for you. And 99% of homeschoolers are more than happy to do that. So just reach out. All right, that's it. We have finished five days of how to homeschool. I really, really, really hope this is an encouragement to you. I'm going to ask you to do two things for me. Number one, please share this with any friends you know are homeschooling for the first time this year. There's going to be a lot of people who have their kids home with them this year and who are trying to follow along with the public school method of educating their child. Well, that's a setup for stress and overwhelm. Listen, your second, third, fourth grader doesn't need to be sitting in front of a computer for seven hours a day. You can get their schoolwork, their homeschool work done in two to three hours a day. And that leaves you plenty of time for everything else that needs to happen. So don't fall for the whole virtual learning at home. Take control of your kid's education. You know what's best for them. So if you have friends who are homeschooling for the first time, send them a link to day one of this podcast. Just text a friend this afternoon and say, hey, I know you're you're going to be homeschooling the kids this year. Here's something you might want to listen to to help you get started. So text a friend and tell them about this series. And secondly, if you're on Instagram, please go over and follow me. At One Faithful Mom. I've set up a new Instagram account just for my One Faithful Mom listeners and followers. So go over to Instagram, type in One Faithful Mom, and my account will pop up. You'll see my picture right there and follow me because that's where I'm talking about other things than just what's on the podcast. And I want to get to know you. So go follow me on Instagram, text a friend and tell them about this series. And once you follow me on Instagram, send me a message. Tell me me if you're homeschooling for the first time this year or if you've been homeschooling for a long time and maybe what your biggest struggle is when you think about homeschooling or think about starting a new year, because I'd love to hear from you and support you in that. All right, ladies, I will be back next time with a brand new episode. And for now, I hope you have a great day. I'll see you next time, friends.
0: Thanks so much for listening to the One Faithful Mom podcast. For links to anything mentioned in today's podcast, please head over to onefaithfulmom.com for all the show notes. And be sure to follow One Faithful Mom on Instagram. We appreciate you and your desire to build strong and lasting relationships with your children. I hope you'll join us next time as my mom shares more teaching and encouragement to help you in your own journey of motherhood. Music is Blue Dawn, written and performed by my brother Thomas Mole. and I'm Jennifer. See you next time.